This is Akafe. Laura Marie and Jessica Marie proudly present A Court of Fandoms and Exploration, a podcast. Fair warning, everything the hosts say is explicit, full of spoilers and adult content and shall not be used against them. They have opinions. Let's try not to drag anyone for expressing themselves and just have fun for an hour. We all deserve it. This episode contains no spoilers, but does mention The Vampire Diaries, The Folk of the Air series, From Blood and Ash, Akamath, and Euphoria. For full lists, please see show notes. and welcome to A Court of Fandoms and Exploration, your weekly deep dive into the YA literature and fandoms that we love. I'm Laura Marie. And I'm Jessica Marie. And today we are discussing Kingdom of the Cursed by Carrie Meniscalco. This is book two in the Kingdom of the Wicked series. Uh, she has a third one coming out, uh, I believe, next year, next fall. fall yeah, fall 2022. Uh, and this was very heavily requested by the listeners and Y'all, y'all. Um, mm, mm. Okay, Jess, Jess. Um, th- okay, wait, 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 wait. Sorry, Jess. Before we get started, all I want to say about this is that Jess called the twist as a joke, but it was correct. And that's all <laughs> I have to say about that. I don't even know if it was a joke. I was. It was really like the. What was the plot? Like how, what, what were we texting? I go. You said, "Oh, you're coming up to the big reveal," and I go, "Is the big reveal that he's the devil?" Like, okay, or is like, is the reveal that she finds out he's the devil? Like, okay, and then you just said, "I called it," and I go, "What? Well, that was supposed to be a reveal. That was supposed to be a. I thought we already knew. I thought we had agreed upon it that that's what was happening. Is that supposed to be a? T- Please let me know. Was that supposed to be a twist? Was anybody shocked? It was all there. I don't know. Was anybody shocked? Uh, I. Was not shocked. Uh, So I called, so I called that obviously very early on. And I also called that like she had been there before and that like she had been like, there was like a memory thing going on as soon as she had her like first, like her first thing of like deja vu or whatever. She was like, okay, wait, this looks familiar, but I've never been here. It's like, okay, she's obviously been here before and the, 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 all all of that. So uh, I think it's really funny that between the, that between the two of us, both of us called like a huge plot point very early on. I mean, would you consider that the plot? Because <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That was the plot. Finding out that he's, I just, I, I don't feel like her finding out who the devil was was like the reason for the storyline. It's the betrayal. It's the lies. Well, okay, listeners, y'all, I. Do not like this book. I'm sorry. I do not like this book. I will tell you why. I will tell you why. Jess and I talked this out and we 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 figured it out. So I do not like this book very much. There are points that I do like, of course, and I will I will point those out. But overall, I'm not a fan of this book. And it is because this book has everything that I love from everything I've ever read crammed into this book. It is too much. Let's take it off on fingers. Um, what do we have? Witches, magic, curses, demons, hell, um, like like circles of hell, um, uh, the, the wrath, the, right? We have wrath, politics. politics. Like she's having to like use her. Like I love that she Ugh. she's about that politics training sequences tropes. All the tropes, all of the tropes. Um, did uh, intense. Fingering, um, <laughs> heavy petting, all all of the things. It's all there, but it's all there, and it's too much. And, right. and, and like witches plots, and like there's a dread trove situation happening with all the objects, the magical objects. Uh, there's uh, there's just so much going on that I don't care about any of it. It has all the things that we like. I mean, one of the th- one of my my notes that I was taking was the crone is giving me heavy surreal vibes. We love we love a messy girl. Um, 
or per se, and like spill all the tea of Crone, but like she's the Crone isn't spilling anything at the same time. It's you know. Oh, riddles and secrets. Oh, there's riddles. There's oh, there's, oh, there's riddles. riddles. <laughs> there's riddles. Oh, but love is very powerful. But love, oh, right. love, yeah, the, yeah. love is the most powerful. Like, oh, through love, all is possible. Yes, so love go. is yeah. like overseeing, like, you know, love and power and anger and all wrath and prideful and all that stuff. It's there. It's, it's there. all there. It's all there. It's. Eh. It it doesn't work for me. I'm sorry. They don't. They don't have chemistry. They don't have chemistry. I, I, <laughs> I figured out one of my toxic traits, this my toxic reading traits this week. Ooh, tell me, <laughs> tell me, please tell me. So, um, while in between I was reading this, I think I had said on our Instagram live, oh, I'm reading this. I'm going to start reading this book, The Pseudus Oblivion. I think it's some sort of fantasy read. Um, everybody's talking about it on Book Talk, but I'm going in blind. You know, I like going into it is not fantasy. <laughs> it's a mafia <laughs> But the okay, and I like I called it like chapter one. You know how that goes. Yeah. The toxic trait that I've learned about myself, fin- like in addition to finishing this book this week, was my toxic trait is like, and maybe this is just because we're we're still like smack dab in the middle of Capricorn season. Um, but I truly think that I was like on my best day. Could I land wrath? Absolutely. Like, I have this toxic trait right now where it's like, best day, could I get a mafia don? Bet. Like, I have this weird, like, the the four days in the entire year that I have this overwhelming sense of confidence. I'm like, could I get, can I get, uh, there's another, like, um, like a professional, there was like a professional sports athlete romance that I had read a couple weeks ago. I was like, yes, absolutely. I could land a professional. So I finished this book thinking, and I even texted you, I go, I have more chemistry with Wrath than Amelia. And I was like, I need to, I need to simmer down. <laughs> I have an overwhelming sense of that that never happens, Laura can tell you, that all of a sudden I was like, I could land Wrath. Easy. Put me in any one of those gorgeous dresses that was described in this book. I'll get all of them, all, all of the princes <laughs> So then, uh, do you feel then you align most closely with House Pride in that situation? Only today. <laughs> Only today. Only, Only today. today. Only today. Because, and I was thinking about it when Amelia was like channeling her pride and he was, and then we were, she was like, uh, bantering, true bantering with Wrath in this episode, um, or in this episode, in this book, um, she was like, I'm going to use my feminine wiles. Like I, and I, and I still really respected her when she, like after they were hooking up and then she drugs his drink. And I was kind of like, that, that, that's, you know, that's what a black widow would do. That's what female espionage, like Jude, that is, that's Jude. Jude would do that. Yeah. Like Jude does, like I was like, yes, like, Oh, but like, really, I was, I was like, you know what? Finally, you're doing something that isn't complaining. Okay. So we start off in the sin corridor, right? What is that? Is it just like the trance, like basically like a, a metaphorical hall between realms, if you will? Is that how? It, the Okay. So here's my confession. My toxic trait is that I didn't look to see if there was a map for this book because I, I did one. the audio. So I didn't look. I imagine that there is my toxic trait. I didn't look. I'm sorry about that. My apologies. In my head, I imagine the sing corridor as like this, this tunnel that you have to go through to get, to get to like, where oh, the underworld, like gates of hell and stuff are. It's like a testing ground, right? Um, that's what I considered it to be. Yeah. Yeah. That, but that whole sequence of her, like, being tested throughout the Sin Corridor just starts to illustrate the point that I made in our previous episode where I was saying that the tonal shift in this book is just, it's just so wildly different. And we get that right away in the Sin Corridor because, uh, it is, it is heavy petting in um kingdom of the wicked but it is it is way more intense here um like sexually but uh descriptively but also um you know there's like cursing and stuff here 
um, there's like some F-bombs and stuff that weren't in the other one, just, you know, adding to the more adult kind of shift here. Uh, wildly unexpected, I have to say. And I was like, whoa, when I read this the first time. And it's interesting because this is categorized as a YA book. That's how it's, you know, and I feel like the first book was definitely YA. Nothing wrong with that. Like, that's what I, that's what we we love. We love YA. Um, But then to see that shift is, you're like, whoa. And to still be categorized, it's quote unquote YA the way Akamath is YA. Like, it's not really YA, nor should this I, I just, it's not what I was expecting. What, like, when I read a YA book, I'm not expecting smut. I, I'm expecting more plot and storyline and, you know, not that we got much of it in the first book, or if we did, we didn't like it. Um, but it's like when people try to say the Cruel Prince is spicy, like the series as a whole, and you're like, well, then you're not really reading the Cruel Prince because it's mostly, it's a plot-driven book. And we just get, like, some spice for, like, as much spice as you do get in Queen of Nothing. So, or maybe, like, yeah, the Queen of Nothing. Um, So, it's just to have such a, like, a pendulum shift of of tone and story. This felt more smut in some plot as opposed to plot with smut. But here's the thing with the smut. If if it isn't... If it isn't intense fingering, they're just like kissing and that's it. And that's it. Right. Tell me I'm wrong. There's like some there's some like dry humping at one point. Yeah. Like, actually, like, I feel bad for her. That has to hurt. The pants are always on. Are they leather? Like, Like, (laughs) is it just like a fabric? Because that seems like it would be really uncomfortable. She's like nude a lot when this is happening. It's just, I don't know. And then, and then we get, uh, this is jumping. Sorry. Like at the end, it's a fade to black. They talk about this whole thing. No, they build commit. this up and then it's just nothing. Like, sorry. You're not going to cut. Like you, you can't have all like the finger fucking and everything in between. And then all of a sudden it's a fade to black. Like, no, no, commit. That's. If you if you went there for the rest of the book, why are we fading to black at the end? Are you what are what are you going to do? Just start off the third book to say like, oh, I'm going to pick up where I left off. That would be that would be a major tonal (laughs) shift, and that would be in line with um, the pattern that we see here. Uh, I just I just I don't know. I don't. We'll go through the plot. I don't buy the chemistry. I don't buy that Amelia has this unrelenting unending well of anger um she doesn't freaking do anything except bitch moan complain and say that she's angry and like steal stuff and sew stuff into pockets she said something in this book uh to pride that we had talked about in i think the previous episode where she goes something something pride when they're dancing and she goes i wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy and what have i said about that you don't, if you wouldn't wish it on your worst enemy, you don't have a worst enemy. And here you are with like one of the seven sin brothers and you're going to tell me not one of them who's like willing to basically sell you off and like do things to you without your consent, without your choice. That's not going to be an enemy to you. Fuck off. Yeah. The, the whole, the whole thing, the whole thing, the whole thing is wild. Okay. Okay. Back to the beginning. Sin Corridor. She is tested. She's tested for all the sins. She obviously wants to bang wrath. So that is really all we get out of that. That's really all you get out of that. She's angry and she wants like, she says she's always angry. I feel like the thing that she, the thing she's most angry about is not taking ownership and accountability of her own actions. She wants every, she wants to be like, I'm mad at these people. You're still mad at your, why won't you accept the fact? And then there's a line where she goes, I know technically it's my fault, but like, I don't want to, I, we're not going to talk about that right now. Like this is her internal monologue. And I go, that's exactly what you need to talk about because you're the reason you're in this situation in the first place. I'm cracking up myself because I'm thinking <laughs> of the Harry Potter line. Oh, Lord. I'm just so angry all the time. <laughs> <laughs> what is that from? Order of the Phoenix. Right. Harry, the Harry's just like, I'm just so angry all the time. It's just like, okay, okay. <laughs> I get it. Um, why is she angry, though? I still... 
she wants to find the person who murdered her sister. And she's just like pissed off at everybody. She's pissed off at everybody. And she's like, and she keeps bringing up the fact that she's pissed off at Wrath because he's he's a mortal enemy. She brings that up again. Demon. Why? Demon. I still don't understand why. Like, and I don't know. It's it's all just it's all just like okay, wild. So what does she do? She um she gets to House Wrath um after almost like freezing to death, right? Yeah, she's in a hypothermic shock. Yeah, so she has to be like brought brought back and then um she enters like court life in in hell pretty much and she's like you know the wrath princess and like princess of house wrath and she starts like scheming and stuff and she meets meets people and and wrath cuts out a tongue which is just another example of like Thing, it's it's all of the things, right? Like casted that with the heart and the spine, and you know, I love, I love a. I can't say this is a grumpy sunshine trope because she's definitely no sunshine. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, but I love, <laughs> I, I love a guy who's willing to take justice for his girl. <laughs> you know, uh, you know what? What does what does Damon Salvatore say? He goes, uh. The reason you don't, you know, kill, I believe in killing the messenger. Why? Because it sends a message. That's a, that's what he does. He he hurts the, you know, he did the tongue thing. He had like an avalanche of rocks fall on the other guy. Like, I'm, I'm here for it. Do it. Talk shit about the person I love. I love that protectiveness. When they said that Wrath brought down a mountain, I, <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> What exactly does that mean? I was just, I was <laughs> like just in one context. In one context, I was very confused, <laughs> and I'm only bringing this up because I'm going to bring it up a little bit later about another time that I was very confused about mechanics and context because uh, that's not the first time that happens in this book. Uh, it's just, I don't know. I fa- I found that just like kind of funny. He's just like, rah, I'm very angry. I'm going to bring down a mountain on you, but, um, but I do appreciate again. You know, um, ripping out of tongues. I, I, I like this. I like this. Uh, Jess, I said this to you earlier. It, it feels to me like this author was reading all of the things that everybody loves and decided to pull all of the things and then kind of like tweak, tweak them all so that they fit in line with the story, which is fine. Like, it's just fine. It just doesn't work for me. Like, cause, okay. So wrath is. What is wrath? He he cuts out people's tongues, but he's very tender, but he's also an expert swordsman, but he's also the prince of demons because he's also Samael, because he's also like but he's also the thing like, that can be said to said about Reese though too, because well, you have like a heart like, you know, when he's in the Hewn City, he's the you know, high lord of the night court. But everybody in Valaris is like la da 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 which is exactly what happens here with Wrath. That he has, like, these people who, like, his word is law and they try to test him, but Fawn is not terrified of him. Anir is not terrified of Like, the people who know him, just like the inner circle, they are not terrified of him. They're like, oh, that soft teddy bear, like, have you seen the way he's looking at you, Amelia? I'm pretty sure he wants, like, a different type of pie. Well, that's an excellent point because he also has wings. He also wears black. He also has black hair. He also has, uh, well, he has gold eyes. He also has tattoos that lets him like sense where, um, where Amelia is. He also flicks like lint off of his clothes Mm -hmm. and he also, um, puts his hands in his pockets and he's sarcastic. Like he's all the things, right? He's all the things. And instead of the dimple, he always bites his lower lip. Yeah, he bites his lip and he, he grumbles. He has like a low, <laughs> like grumbly voice. Um, it's just a tinder, she said. Yeah, yeah. And he's got like lavender tattoos, like purple is my favorite color. Like on paper, I'm all in. So why don't I like this? I, ah. Even the assassination attempt that Amelia uh, lives through in the bathtub uh, and she stabs him. I was just like, Poppy, like, this is Poppy. Like, didn't that happen to Poppy? Like, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. And like, that's that's where I went to, too. And then 
and she like doesn't do anything and she she she's always going for her dagger right but she never like she never uses it she, she never uses it and she goes for her magic and then she she it, her magic is like blocked for half of the book because she stole the grimoire from right. pr- Not envy envy, yeah. envy from envy so like I, I don't i don't know uh do i like that Okay, so what do I do like? I do like that Amelia is absolutely questioning the way that she was brought up. I do like that she's like, why, why, why did everybody lie to me? What is going on? Like, why is everybody talking to me in riddles? Poppy. Like, yeah, well, yeah, exactly, exactly. And she's like, um, you know, uh, why did my grandma lie to me? Why can't I do these spells? My, I have been purposely denied the tools to make myself safe. Um, so I, and she teaches, and she teaches herself how to like access her source and like do magic. So I, I like that a lot. Like there are aspects of her that I like a lot. Uh, I like that she owns herself. I like that she has so much confidence. I like her wardrobe choices. Do I need all the pages of descriptions of wardrobe? No, no, there's just a lot of them. There's just a lot of dress scenes, which is, uh, it's the dresses like, reminded me of Ellerin's dresses her aunt would give her in the Black Witch Chronicles. Absolutely, and like I love them, and I would love to see like fan art of them. There's just a lot of those scenes. They replaced the cooking scenes with the dress scenes, but then they still kept some cooking scenes. And it was just like ugh. there's two cooking scenes, and I think it was just because like I'm hungry, I want food. Um, where they were talking, well, first they were talking about like the different courses and it reminded mm-hmm. me of when you went to that place in Barcelona where it was like a 14 course meal. And then they were talking about like the different carpaccios. And then she was talking about like fresh garlic bread, just like roasting the garlic and pressing it on as it's jam. Like, you know, editor and Sam and I, like we are like trash for garlic. Yes. So we were like, I was imagining that, um, the scallops in like the bacon i was like i'm that that was delicious it was delicious why now i want this meal (laughs) it doesn't exist i mean it probably does if you know a chef but i'm not a chef Uh, so jess uh tell me tell me what what do you love here do you love something here i i don't want to say i love it but i will say it's i like it better than the first book because the first book i just felt like everything was drawn out what i realized why i like it as as overwhelming and all tropesy and blah, 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 because I didn't feel like there was a plot. Um, I think that aligns with how I used to read romance books. I knew what was ha- like, I mean, I guess the plot, like same thing with romance books. You know what's going to happen, just like any like Lifetime, Hallmark, whatever. You know the story. You're still going to you're still just like, eh, well, I guess I'm along with the journey. I know I know what's going to happen. Because when the quote unquote like big reveal spoil happened, I was just like, well, well yeah, wait, we're supposed to be surprised. It's just like in a romance book. Oh, the couple got in a miscommunication fight. How do they resolve it? Oh, they're in, they're together at the end of the book. I think that was why I probably I, it was just it was very formulaic, and that's talking it out like that's. That's what it was. It was formulaic. I know A plus B equals C. And like, I know I've like joked about you with like, my therapist had been like, yeah, Jessica, you have control issues. And I go, no, I don't. Like you do A, you do B, it equals C. Like C is the result. And he goes, but what happens when C isn't the result? And I go, well, that's how you do A and B for. And he goes, mm, you know, like there, that's how I felt like this book was. I got A plus B and I got my C and the C was the, the control. Like it was my controlled variable that I knew was going to happen. I wasn't surprised. Yeah, w- wasn't surprised. Uh, wasn't surprised that Victoria is still alive at the end, um, which is like waiting for that. She should be pissed, though. I would be pissed, too. I've been grieving. I've been lo- like, I've been upset. I've been I love all- that. No, that was great. That's when she was like, holy shit. Like, as she should, as she should be. I'd be I've been going through and she's been alive this whole time. Like, bitch, do you know what you put me through? Our family through? Wait. By the way, where the hell is her family? Yeah, Jess, that was a really good point that you made. They keep saying, like, oh, her family is, like, taking... They're safe. They're safe in the other world. Like, yo, how do you, like, know? You just kind of were, like... Her family literally said, hey, by the way, 
um, you're a witch. We told, we forgot to, not a, like her Nona wasn't coming down looking for her. Where is, where is anybody? Are they looking for her? They're just going to be like, oh, you're going to deuce out with the deep, with Satan himself. It, I, I don't I'm know. Sorry, I, I'm very loud this episode. It's just, okay. What is it? What is it? It's just, you know what it is? It, it's tr- it's going for, it's going for Elfheim court vibes with court of nightmare vibes. That's what it's going for. But it's coming out not that. <laughs> and, I, and I don't know what it's coming out as, but do, do you know what I mean? Like, even the end, oh my God, I just thought of the Elfheim, like the end where she's like, I'm going to go to the such and such aisles. It's like, remember when Jude goes to like Nikasia and her family? Mm-hmm. That's, that's exactly what that is. It's just because they're in hell, right? So like, that it's supposed to be everyone's supposed to be like wild and demons and like a little bit scary and like you know aligned with sin and like see but in the first book like that's what we know under like hell quote unquote to be but in the first book there is mention to say like where wrath tells amelia you keep trying to say that like my the princes of, you know, the they don't even say hell. They said the princes of the, the wicked kingdom are evil and bad, but there is no evil or bad. It just is. And you're not associating me with these people. And we just are. I don't exist for good. Like, we just exist. So it's it's really the, the quote unquote mortal perception of what an underworld would be like. Because mm-hmm. if you talk about Greek mythology, like Hades isn't hell, you know, it's literally just the afterlife. I do like that. Um, hell is cold. I like that a lot. Like, you know, that's that's a good thing because my hell is being cold. So I associate <laughs> a lot with that. Um, the 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 feast of the wolf. That's Roman. Uh, it you know is historical. It's a real thing. Uh, very interesting. Here, it's a build up to a party, right? Like. Basically, this whole plot is get her to hell. And by the way, there's going to be a party in like a couple months. And when you get there, we're going to wrench a fear from you. And uh, she's afraid. A fear or a truth. But it it seems like like it's one in the same. Yeah. Like the fear is the finding out the truth or whatever. Yeah. And she's afraid that she is going to get found out because she's on, like, the secret quest of vengeance, right? So, like, that, that is the plot. And then throughout, throughout that, she discovers, like, you know, she's, she's, has deja vu and she's kind of, like, been here before and how. Which was really, like, the, the deja vu, like, since we both read it on, on audiobook. That was a cool audio experience. Excellent audio experience. Yes. It was echoey. Mm-hmm. You felt like you were like in this memory with her. I, I really enjoyed the audio experiences yeah. with some of that. Very good audio experience uh, when they cast spells too with the voices when, when the spells are coming and uh, when the skulls are talking too. When that very good. And in some of the tenser scenes, there are, um, the, uh, the music to like to, to 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 build it up. So yes, very good audio experience. Uh, if you enjoy this book, um, you would really love the audio experience. It is first class. Yeah, I think it added to to the story. It made it more fun. No, most definitely. So we don't have poppies in this book. We have like sleeping sleeping flowers, right? We have sleeping flowers and sleeping flowers. And this whole sequence during the the feast of the wolf when um she. When Amelia is given the horse and she's told to like go and she's on the horse and she, she's never ridden before and she, her body like takes over and it's like memories. It's like more or whatever. That is the moment that cemented like, okay, this is going to be like, this is what that is. This is that storyline. That's when it like cemented to me. And then the, the flower stuff was like, okay, she is going to betray the fuck out of somebody. Right. Well, you know, and it's funny you say somebody and what really bothered me. It, it just felt like a lost opportunity because we always talk about how specific wishes need to be. Mm-hmm. And she says something to, because at this point she's with pride and she goes, I'm pulling out the book, a muscle in his jaw t- twitched as he jerked his head in agreement. Fine. Um, you'll need to be more specific. And she, and he goes, you make 
You may cross my lands twice without any issue from anyone who calls my circle their own. In exchange, you will not tell my brother about my slumber route. There. He glared down at his nose. Are you satisfied? And she goes, more more than you can possibly imagine, your highness. What a lost opportunity because she was like, I won't tell your brother. And he goes, you will not tell my brother. He has six other brothers. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, she wasn't specific. She wasn't specific. She's not going to betray. Like that, I was like, I knew that she was going, like, I, I was like, oh, she betrayed wrath. But in that moment, because she wasn't so specific, she that could have been that opportunity where she got him on her side because he wasn't going to stop her. He's like, he's he's the king of hell, essentially. Like, of course, it didn't knock him out for that long. And it could have been like a, it could have been a twist for a reader to see Oh, it wasn't Wrath she was going to do. It was against somebody else. It could have been Envy to get the grimoire back. You know, it could have been so many other opportunities because she wasn't specific. And that alone, I was like, oh, I I, I felt let down when, like, as as much as, like, I know I had just said, like, yeah, you know, like, give them the sleep, the slumber route or whatever, just, like, seconds ago. I'm also like, meh. Uh, yeah, because... Because of the loophole that we're so familiar with, with other, with other fantasy things that we've seen or read. Other fantasy things that we've seen and read. There is a uh, magic tree in this book uh, that oh. reminds me of Priory. So there's a magic tree and there are, as I said, uh, magical items that we have to find <laughs> that here. And there's, Again, just so much going on. So the tree in the blood forest, like everything I've ever read is here for me. And it, <laughs> including, including guys finishing. <laughs> oh my God. Including, uh, including the jizzing in the pants. Just, just, it's, it's all there. That's three. That's count on three men now that have jizz in their pants. Um, just incredible. It's incredible. I think there's a Lonely Island song called Jizz in My Pants. Oh, I hope so. I hope so. I think there is. That if makes me very happy. Show notes. <laughs> that makes me very happy. So, yeah. So, did you call that his name is Samael? Did you? Were you like. No, but that's just because I, I'm not familiar with like religious studies the way you are. It's just, yeah. It's just like. I, I knew. I knew. But, you know, what I also did think was him, like, he goes, you wouldn't just be Queen Wrath. You'd be, like, Queen of, of the like, Wicked Kingdom. Yeah. I was like, so she's Lilith. <laughs> yes, no, kind of, because Lilith is kind of like his mistress. Was that his first wife that died? We don't know. We don't know. Unless the memories are of her as a first wife. <gasps> Probably, oh. which is probably what it is because she's been there before and she's lived all of that before. Maybe she is. And it's just a block and she's she's his first wife and that's the curse. That's what I'm thinking. <sighs> Does he, but is he blocked too? Because he says something about um, the first witch cursed me over or something. No, I don't, I don't think he, I think he remembers and I think that's why he is. Like that's the curse is like yeah. making her fall in love with him all over again, but he can't say any, cause he's not saying anything and yeah. she's picked up on things that he goes, oh, I've knowing your, she, he, the things that he's taught her is to know your enemies. And when he was, when she considered him an enemy, she read his body language. She like she did the work and researched him huh maybe that's it it's her like that that's like um that's the block and he's just stuck and he can't tell her so she has to figure it out on her own and she actually is the the actual queen that's that's what i was thinking i would would like that maybe i hope it goes in that direction yeah and then and then which brings up uh i i also feel like that is why he is so adamant about consent and um, making sure there is no influence on her whenever anything romantic happens and that, um, you know, when she shakes her head, he says, no, I need you to say the words, like, look at me and say the, you know, all that stuff, all that stuff, all that stuff. I think that's why. Oh, I'd like that if that's the direction it goes in. Yeah. I mean, are we surprised if we, if it does? No, but I'd be happy. Yeah, it would make sense to me. That's, I don't know. But like the whole thing with the sister and, you know, that, that, all, all of that, all of that. Um, I like, I like 
Amir. What's his name? Amir? Anir. Anir. A-N-I-R, yeah. Yeah, Anir. I like him a lot. I like his relationship with Wrath. I like just how he is with Emilia. I like how they like the teasing and I like how he defends and is angry. He's a really great character and I like Fauna. I like, I like them. I like them. I like Fauna is, you know, she, she's the better Claudia, you know, like she, Mm -hmm. in, in the first book, Amelia was saying how like Claudia was, it almost seemed like they were more frenemies, if anything. Um, they just like, they're, their kinship had more to do along the lines that they were along the, like they were the similar age, not so much actual friends. Um, Fauna, she, she's the comic relief. Her and Anir are the comic relief. Um, in, in this story, I like when they get to the party with the, the, you know, the, the first night of the Feast of Wolves, Fe- Feast of Wolf, Feast of Wolves, Feast of Wolves. Yeah. Yeah. And, <laughs> and there's all like the, um, the tryst. Yeah, the tryst and the voyeurism yeah, and all yeah. of that stuff is happening. And she says a line. She goes, who knew so many people could fit in a small chamber, let alone maintain that rhythm? Like that or stamina. <laughs> that's stamina. the real. Yeah. I was like, just you know like, what? That's like, like put Speak the, the truth. room aside. Yeah. I was just like, I love her. She's like, and, and, and Amelia goes, she had a notebook right now. She would be taking like, wouldn't we all? What are we? Uh, if we had a notebook, we'd be taking notes. Uh, this is the point in the podcast where I'm going to bring up the second point where I'm talking about logistics. <laughs> this is the, we were laughing about it earlier. Okay. So there is a spicy scene with Wrath and Amelia in the weapons room, and he has her like night two of train, like the second train. Yeah. He's got her like bent over and he's like behind her. <laughs> and like I was listening to the audio and I had to stop it. And I was like, what? What is going on here? And then I, I was just like really trying to like picture what was happening. And then I like hit play and then I, I let it go. And I, I still have no idea how they I managed re- whatever that was in the weapons room. What? I rewound it because I, I was listening to it. Same as you. I go, what? Like, how, how is that working? Like, is he oh, like? Yeah, is I it was like, trying. That doesn't because that doesn't seem very comfortable for, for anybody, anybody right now. <laughs> yeah, any anybody, anybody. Like <laughs> it was just so weird. It one. It was just one of those things where like, huh? huh okay. <laughs> I, like, I like when um when different like authors come up on my FYP on TikTok and they're writing a romance scene and there there's two different types of significant others. You can see that they're either saying like, Hey babe, can, can we like, I need to, I need logistically, I want to see if this works. And you have the one significant others like, yeah, you're writing one of those scenes, aren't you? And then you have the other type of significant other who's like, are you writing another one of those scenes? Like you can tell what the relationship is. You're like, I, I, mm. I you know, that that's, don't you want to like try to logistically work it out and then be like, okay, that doesn't work, but maybe this works. Oh man. You, you would think, you know, you like would scientific think, research. Yeah, no, be enthusiastic, <laughs> be enthusiastic. Jess, do you have a favorite scene in this book? Do you have a favorite message? Do you have a favorite plot line? Do you have a favorite... Okay, well, I, I don't want to go with plot line because that's just out the window for me. Um, but there, there, I was going to say, I feel like the whole book was like chapter 48 vibes um, in the sense, you know, and even 42... No, not 42 so much, but like her pleasure is his... Pl- it's not just about like her pleasure. It was her pleasure being his pleasure. Um taking that to another level is the fact that she is recognizing her own sexuality and how it's seen how it's like she's having to to change how she was brought up from the way that we know currently of how sex is like okay for men and not for women and she's like recognizing that this is a beautiful thing like this is natural this is blissful i should be able to share this with somebody i care about and that i'm attracted to which is like wonderful like ownership of herself and her sexuality and her femininity i love that there's there's this line that she goes there's nothing more dangerous than a woman who owns who she is and apologizes to no one, which is completely along the lines of like 
the themes that we love to talk about. And it reminds me of what's her face in Euphoria, where she goes, once you take ownership of who you are, like, that's what scares people. Is Cat. your n- Cat. She goes, that's what scares people when you don't give a fuck about what anybody else thinks. And so it's nice to see Amelia coming into that. I'm saying fuck the patriarchy. <laughs> yeah, for real, for real. And Amelia also talks about how, uh, you know, she grew up with sex being very shameful, too. She talks specifically about, like, shame and how she has a hard time with the idea that um, she can participate in, in sexual acts and not be, and she says this, ruined. She is still, like, living under that assumption that, like, she will be ruined if this happens to her, which makes her, like unmarriageable like in the mortal world which is you know um something that she is struggling to let go of which is part of her like acceptance of like who she is where she is what she is all of that um so yeah like there are aspects of amelia that i do really enjoy she's just like fuck all annoying most of the time i i don't like am i alone in that yeah probably because people really like this book but as i said like she doesn't really do anything except complain about stuff you know when in design people, shoes which are killer shoes by yeah the way. great great shoes great shoes fantastic they're in silver <laughs> angle we get it we get it you know how you know how you're saying like as a whole you're like oh fuck but there are aspects of amelia that you like i feel it's almost like me it's the opposite of like Oh, fuck with Nesta. But there are aspects of her that I don't like. Like the same, but I, like we said, like, I, I feel like a lot, or there, you know, then you have the reverse of some people where people hate Nesta. There's so much Nesta hate. But then you have some people who can be, like, who can say, but I do kind of like that she did X, Y, and Z. Like, I feel like you can kind of be, and again, that comes with different people's point of view and how they take on a character is, you know, what do they, what do they get out of it? Do they see themselves in that character? Um, and there were de- there were definitely different parts here. Where, what was it when she was getting killed? You know, killed quote unquote by in the tub, where she's like, I wasn't scared. I was annoyed. Like that's in- like that just reminds me of you when you go. This is just an income. Like I'm not pissed. Like or I'm not scared. I'm just pissed. Like you fucked up my day. Like can, can we move on? Like you are an inconvenience right now. And she and she stabbed him, right? Like she stabbed yeah. him, and he made like a bloody mess, and they tracked him down and stuff. But like, yeah, yeah, no, I would, I would definitely do that. Um, like, yeah. Ugh. So, okay, okay. I want to be very clear that I love Wrath. I do. He's hot. However. He's sexy. He's powerful. Oh, yeah. I, I I love it. He's just slightly boring to me and not even boring in the himbo way no not boring in the himbo way he just doesn't hit like he like he's not he's not tortured enough to be like asriel he's not like is he even tortured uh, he's not like sexy is that like an argument he's he's not he's not like he's not banter sexy enough to be castile he's not powerful enough really or like he's trying to be reese but he's not reese he's He's not, um, he's not like 17, so he's not Cardin. He's not, you know what I mean? Like, he's trying he's to go through his own identity crisis. Yeah. Like, he, <laughs> he, he's got, he's got like all this, I don't know. He's, he's just got all this stuff going on. So, and he's got the tattoos. Like, so like, I do, I do like him and I do like his restraint. I do like, I, I like aspects of his character. I like how he's powerful. Um, so I imagine. I've seen no like discourse on this, but I imagine there's some like gatekeep gaslight girl boss stuff about him, like not telling her that he, that like she was engaged to him the whole time, you know, like the. This brings up the Reese argument all over again. Yeah. That, yeah. Like, he, they were made it. They were like, they were fated mates, all that stuff because, but if there's this curse that we don't know about, that could play a factor. One. Mm-hmm. Number two, it goes back to like how he was so insistent about her choice. Like, 
I didn't want you to feel obligated to me, even though you started the damn fucking like she thing. did it. Yeah, like she did like, it. Like, even though it's on you. And I, I like her loophole, though, too, where they're like, oh, you need to do, like, A, B, and C to, like, secure the marriage. Yeah. And she goes, she's, she's like, like, we can still we can still fuck. But, like, we don't have to do the ceremony. Like, I was like, go off, sis. Like, yeah, it's fine. it's fine. It's fine. But he does make a point to be like, um, I would not have let it like get that far. There are ways to like give and receive pleasure without that happening. We it's love just that. like we love that. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But also, <laughs> you know, it's just, it's just. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'll read the third one. Obviously, I need to know where it goes. I, I am excited. Okay, so whereas when I finished the first one, I was dreading starting the second one. Like I, I read a whole other book. That I was trying to split time between just so I can put off um, starting and like, or not starting because I had already started finishing this one. Um, but now I'm like, okay, I'll read the second book. I'll, I'll read the third book. Okay. Like, I'm not dreading it. I'm just like, I'll read it when I read it. Yeah, I'll read it when I read it. Uh, I want to know, like, the re- I, I, I don't know if it's a resolution. I, I want to know, you know, how this, um, you know, carries on. I want to know. You know, she's going to be the queen of hell now. He's the, like, I I love that. Like, on paper, I love that. Looking forward to it more than I was Gods and Monsters. Yes, well. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, well. Yes, well. Um, I, I asked you earlier. I said, like, high praise? High praise? Yeah, I said, whoa, whoa. whoa. You said, whoa, whoa, It's a jump to conclusions. Um Interesting. So interesting book. Uh, listeners, I would love, love a bulleted list of all of the reasons why you <laughs> love this so much. Give you reason. <laughs> Two of the reasons. And, and, annotated bibliography. No. Um, no, I would like to know. Um, this was highly requested. Why do y'all love this? Um, please, please tell us. We would love to have a very healthy, very respectful kind of discussion about this. Um, you know, please. Is it because it is literally all of the things? This is an ongoing thing we talk about where when we say there's on paper, it is everything you want. It's all there on paper. This is like an ongoing thing. You're like, but what is it? Yeah, but what is it? Again, I will, I will uh, refer back to our previous episode where I feel the same way about this that I feel about a shadow between us and deadly education and, um, books like that. So please identify the problem and tell me what it is. I do not like that. I do not like so many, um, popular books because I don't like being like the, the like weird one out, right? Like this just, I will not reread these ever. I mean, you did for you reread this curse, Kingdom of the Cursed. Well, I I write, reread both of them for the podcast, but like I will not reread them again. But I think that's also interesting to note because you reread them and with like, okay, now now I know the story. Maybe rereading them, I'll have a different take because remember, for me with the Cruel Prince, I was just like, okay. And then I loved, I was just like reading it because I knew you liked it. And I was like, yeah, this is like, I need something to get through the Akatar hangover. And I go, but I, I wanted fantasy, but I didn't want anything heavy fantasy. And I was just reading to read it. And then I loved Queen of Nothing. And then we reread it and I'm, I'm in. Like once I reread it, it, it just had its, it, you know, I was able to look at it because I knew all the things already. So it's interesting that you have reread it. And you're like, nope, this just kind of solidified that I still don't like it for the reasons that I don't like it. And I don't want people to say it's like, oh, it's because like Laura doesn't like witches. I love witches. No, that's your shit. I love witches. But like, but again, I'm on record saying that I don't like a discovery of witches. Like that is not my shit. So Mm -hmm. they're, you know. But just because it has witches doesn't mean you have to love, you know what I mean? Like I feel like there's, I'm, I'm sure there's, I love vampire. Does does that mean I love every vampire book out there? I haven't even read like a tenth of the fa- vampire books that are out there. Yeah. So I just just want to be clear. Just want to be clear on things. Just yeah. 
I have a question, maybe like end of episode question, if you will. I think I know the answer, but to kind of solidify with our readers, Rath says a statement from, uh, you know, where he goes like a, a current poet. He goes, um, but it poses the question, rain in hell or serve in heaven? Mm. Rain in hell, easily. Easily, no, right? No question. No question. Absolutely none. What about you? Same. Absolutely. I I was... <laughs> you're going to worship me like a queen or I'm going to serve somebody else? Go for it. Yeah. Yeah. No No. No question. No question. I'll, I'll, always rain in hell. Uh, my end of episode question to you is what sin would you most align with on your normal day, not your best day? Probably between wrath and gluttony what about you i don't know wrath definitely i don't know i'm just thinking of gluttony as i because i think and, and i'm thinking of the movie seven the nine yeah, yeah 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 and how gluttony is perceived as like the really overweight person mm-hmm. where which is what i really like in this book is that they don't shift necessarily with that perspective. It was just being gluttonous over anything. It's overindulging. Oh, yeah. It's just overindulging. And I'm very much a all or nothing person, whether it's, you know, the things that I love, you know, like I'm not, like, think of like Lady Gaga. I don't casually go see Lady Gaga. I've seen her over 50 times. Like I don't have one drink if i'm having if i'm drinking i'm i'm drinking um so i don't do i'm I'm, i know i don't do anything in moderation so i think that's why it's like both of those and we all know my temper (laughs) so wrath definitely because i also have a temper and then um maybe greed maybe greed maybe gluttony um not sloth not not pride not, I don't know. Where's the list? Lust, gluttony, greed, sloth, wrath, envy, pride. Yeah, not envy. Yeah. So greed, gluttony, one of those, but definitely wrath. Definitely wrath. Those are those are my sins. I would be interested to be tested in the same corridor and see what would most align me. Yeah, because that that's something that it called to, like it, it, takes out of you certain you know but at the same time when she was in the corridor when she was just after she had met envy she was very envious of whoever whoever wrath's past lovers would be oh my god that's the other member i I know i'm just putting it together like the person that she was jealous of is herself is herself yeah like i mean it's not confirmed but like based but on us it talking should about, be yeah, yeah. It, it would it's make her like she's like oh my gosh this person is writhing on him i'm gonna fucking kill her and yeah. like you know he's this, like it's so vivid it's you, it's you. yeah she's like <laughs> i feel like i've been in this room before like it's her it's absolutely her it's absolutely her yeah she's just having these memories yeah which is uh, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> th- this is all I have to say. I have, I have nothing. I have nothing left to say. So thanks for listening. Yeah, like <laughs> thanks. Sorry, it, this might not be what y'all were, so, were hoping. Um, but we we do take your suggestions to heart, and we do we know as much as there were things that we don't like, there were things that we did like too. So please be kind <laughs> with us. Um, as you all know, you feel free to follow us on TikTok. Laura's at Akafe Laura. I'm at Akafe Jessica. And you can also follow us on Instagram at Akafe Podcast. And feel free to leave a review on whatever um, social platforms are allowing reviews at this time that you listen to us. So thanks as always. And we'll talk soon. Thank you. Bye. Bye.